You're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode 16. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal life. Join your host, life coach, and author of The Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms with clarity, confidence, and the courage to unleash your passion on the world. Hey there, and welcome back to the Ideal Life Club podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Reeves, and today I want to chat about something that comes up time and again, both for my coaching clients and in our Facebook group. In fact, it's one of the most common issues that women in business face. Self-doubt and comparing ourselves with others. I'll be chatting all about this and sharing my tips for ditching comparisonitis, as it's sometimes called, in a moment. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you about my free mini course, Overcome Overwhelm, to help you ditch overwhelm and get back on top fast. There's nothing worse than the sickening feeling of having too much to do and not knowing where to start. As a business owner, speaker, author and busy mum of two, I know what it's like to have a lot going on in your world. And I've definitely been there, feeling lost in a sea of overwhelm. So when I identified the key triggers that kickstart that feeling and how to overcome them, I knew I had to create a free mini course to help you overcome overwhelm in its tracks and get back on top fast. In this mini course, you'll learn the key steps to take when overwhelm hits so it doesn't stop you from taming your to-do list and smashing your goals. How to identify your overwhelm triggers the number one thing you must do first when you feel overwhelmed and what happens next, the key actions you need to take to keep overwhelm at bay and four things to help you stay on top of your oh-so-busy life. I walk you through each video module step-by-step with easy access on your desktop, laptop, tablet or phone and there are even downloadable workbooks that you can use to consolidate your learning and create a personal toolkit you can use the next time overwhelm hits. To sign up now for instant access to all the videos and workbooks head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash overwhelm. That's michellereevescoaching.com forward slash overwhelm and as always I'll add the link into my show notes. Okay, let's get on with the show. There's a famous quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Do you believe that? When was the last time you compared yourself with someone else? How did it make you feel about yourself, about them? It's actually completely normal to wonder how we compare to other people, and there's nothing wrong with it per se. In psychological terms, this drive is part of our basic desire to understand ourselves and our place in the social world. This was really important when we lived as part of tribes and we needed to know where we stood. At that time, if we were all throwing our weight around, wanting to lead the tribe, there'd be lots of fighting and not enough surviving. Of course, we're not in survival mode anymore, but that drive still exists within us and it's often triggered by our thoughts. And if our self-worth and self-confidence are low and our self-doubt is high, we are more likely to look outside of ourselves for a comparison as we try to validate our view of ourselves. How good or bad am I, we might be asking. 
The thoughts we then have about the gap that's created by that comparison and the meaning we create can be positive, if they can do this so can I, or negative, I'll never be good as them. When those thoughts are negative, then we can feel envy, that green-eyed monster. And that can often spiral into imposter syndrome, feeling very negatively about ourselves and the person we're comparing ourselves with, even if we don't even know them. Who does she think she is anyway? I never liked her. And if this resonates with you, please know you are definitely not alone. Kate Winslet said, Sometimes I wake up in the morning before going off to a shoot and think, I can't do this, I'm a fraud. And Maya Angelou said, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. So let's take a look at comparing in more detail. Comparing means taking two things and seeing their similarities and differences, often to enable us to make a decision, even if that decision is only inside ourselves. So we can compare a green apple with a red apple and see which is sweeter, rounder, more crisp, for example. That would be a useful comparison to decide which apple to eat, right? But imagine if we tried to compare a red apple with an apple that we were told was inside a bag. We can't see the apple, but we believe it's an apple. We imagine it's shaped like an apple. We imagine it will taste vaguely like an apple but we don't really know enough about it to do a true comparison. Now stick with me here. Many comparisons we make with other people are like the apple in the bag. We often don't know the whole story behind the reality that we perceive or imagine. Let's take another example. A lady, let's call her Sarah, wants to grow her business but she's struggling to reach her goal and she feels pretty bad about that. She sees another woman every day on Instagram who seems to be killing it with lots of followers and comments. And Sarah constantly compares herself with this woman. Even if she doesn't know any more about her, Sarah might tell herself, I bet she makes more money than me. I bet she has more clients than me. I bet she's happier than me. Sarah has created a whole story about the other woman based just on what she sees. But what Sarah can't see is the truth from the other woman's perspective. Perhaps she's bought her followers. Perhaps all the comments are spam or from her friends. Perhaps she's in an Instagram pod. Perhaps she has no clients and so she has lots of time to play on Instagram. The point is Sarah just doesn't know. And as Stephen Furtick famously said, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. And we often don't know the other side of the story when we compare ourselves with others, do we? This is where Sarah gets to make a choice, even if she doesn't realise it yet. If she responds positively to the story she's created, she can use the other woman as a source of inspiration and make a commitment to sticking to her own goals by using her as a role model without ever knowing any more about her. 
But if she responds negatively, seeing the story through a filter of her own self-doubt and lack of confidence in her ability to reach her goals, she might start to feel bad about herself, feel like quitting and resent the other woman for having something that she doesn't have. Now, when this happens, Sarah is coming from a place of scarcity. And listen up, because this is really important. Having a scarcity mentality means we feel like because someone else has something, we can't have it. As though they've taken it away from us, like they've taken our share somehow. And it's this that makes us feel envy and resentment. Self-doubt, envy, resentment, these are all feelings. And our feelings are caused by our thoughts. When we doubt ourselves, these thoughts are clouded by our perception of reality filtered through negativity. These are energy depleting thoughts. They're disempowering thoughts and they absolutely don't serve us. So instead of seeing the other woman as an inspiration to model and spur her to move forward, Sarah resents her and avoids seeing her by unfollowing her account. Why? Well, because the other woman has provided false evidence that justifies Sarah's belief that she just can't reach her goal, that she can't grow her business. Sarah's beliefs have taken her power away from her. And remember, beliefs are just thoughts we keep on thinking. I can't do this. I'm not good enough, clever enough, pretty enough. Everyone else has already done this and I'll never catch up. Those thoughts are painful and our brains are hardwired to avoid pain, seek pleasure and expend as little energy as possible, like unfollowing people on Instagram and seeking some comfort in a grande toffee nut latte. So what can we do when we compare ourselves with others and come out feeling less than sparkly? Let's get practical here. Here's my eight top tips for ditching comparisonitis. Number one, we can remind ourselves that envy is always about us and how we feel about ourselves and it's never about the other person. Two, we can get quiet and listen really carefully to our thoughts to become aware when we're comparing ourselves with others. Three, we can choose to think thoughts from a place of abundance rather than scarcity Reminding ourselves there is more than enough of everything to go around. And just because someone else is doing well, it doesn't mean that we won't. Four, we can remind ourselves that the gap we've found between us and someone else can actually help us to strive for more in our lives and businesses. When we do this, we're more likely to think positively and use the other person's success as inspiration. Five, We can choose to think thoughts that empower us to take action, like, if they can do it, so can I, and I'm going to start right now. Six, we can focus on providing value. We often feel like a fraud when we're concerned about ourselves. What will they think of me? I don't know as much as her. I have no right to say anything on this. But the fastest way to get over feeling like a fraud is to genuinely try to help someone else. Seven, treat it as an experiment. We feel like a fraud when we put too much pressure on ourselves to be a success. 
Just get curious and treat everything as an experiment. Take the pressure off and you'll be more likely to enjoy what you're creating. And finally, eight. Remember that you have an absolute right to be here doing what you're doing. Why do we feel like we don't deserve to be in the game? Because we haven't won it yet? Fear of failure has a big part to play here. We will always compare ourselves with others, but I believe comparison doesn't have to be the thief of joy as long as we use what we learn about ourselves constructively. That way we can turn the passion of envy into the power to improve. And how awesome would that be? Okay, that's it from me today. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Which of these tips could you try out this week? Drop me a line at michelle at michellereevescoaching.com to let me know. And thank you so much for tuning in today. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. Next week, I'll be sharing another inspiring interview, this time with Liz Wilson of Mar Baker. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss this one. Before I go, I would love you to join us in the Ideal Life Club Facebook community, a supportive space I've created on Facebook for ambitious women who want to grow themselves as well as their business. To find out more and join us, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash Ideal Life Club. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes so that more amazing women get to hear the podcast. In the meantime, until next week, be positive, be powerful, be productive and keep fast tracking your ideal life. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.